credit scores, down payments, interest rates. Car buying can be a numbers game, but you don't have to be a math expert to get the keys to your dream car. Just use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. Crunch your numbers and get personalized results so you know exactly how much you'll pay each month for your car. It's like having a magic wand for your wallet. Presto! The car you've been wanting is now within reach. So hit the road and leave your calculator at home. Auto Trader. Hey, and welcome to the short stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Jerry's here for Dave. So this is short stuff as usual. Let's go. So can I tell you, my inspiration for this was Please. I was uh, I was at the lake the other day. We we go to a lake here in Georgia. I'm not going to name it because I don't want to be stalked. Okay. <laughs> Like no name. Like no name. Uh, and I was at the lake the other day doing a project, and I was very hot because it's uh, very hot in Georgia Man, right now. Whatever. And I went to jump in to cool down, and right as I was going to take a leap off the dock, I saw a very large, like a two-and-a-half-foot garfish uh-huh. kind of treacle toward the surface. And I, <laughs> I've seen them before out there occasionally, but it just – Scare the life out of me because it is a terrifying looking fish. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what a garfish looks like, just do a little uh, image search. And uh, they have these long, uh, very sharp toothed snouts. And they are terrifying. If you, It looks like something that you would find in a river in South America and not a, one that you would jump into a lake in Georgia. Right, and also um, you travel back in time 50 million years too because they definitely look prehistoric for sure oh absolutely uh and this is specifically about the alligator gar and this comes from our old friends at how stuff works and michelle konstantinovsky great name very nice uh but the alligator gar is super old right yeah i I think they found fossils as old as a hundred million years old not just 50 um and they actually the reason that it's called an alligator gar is because it has a long snout too but rather than being pointed like most other gar it's flattened giving it kind of like a shovel-like appearance or actually like an alligator snout. <laughs> and the, the the Latin name for it is Atractosteus spatula. And that's right, spatula. It's the spatula yeah. fish is another way to put it. And, it, I mean, it really does look like an alligator snout when you see a picture of these things. Yeah, they are huge. They're um, seven living species of, of gar, and the alligator gar is the largest by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other way you can tell a diff is they have two rows of teeth, the alligator gar on the upper jaw instead of just the one row of teeth of the regular gar, and I think their head is a, a bit wider. Yeah, and I think normally they're um, something like uh, uh, about 160 pounds to maybe six feet long, which is enormous for a fish. Yes. Um, but they have been, uh, I guess, found uh, up to 350 pounds and 10 feet long, which is even more enormous. Uh, I think the record, at least in Texas, is 302 pounds. That was back in 1953. And the reason we bring up Texas is because a YouTuber named Peyton Moore, who's a conservationist, posted a video on his channel, Wildlife, um, <laughs> last May because he caught one of these things. And it was eight feet long and probably about 300 pounds. Did you watch that video? I did not. It is a very large fish, and uh, he likened it to um, kind of hanging on to the end of a car that's trying to roll down a driveway. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I don't see how you bring in a fish like this that, that's that heavy, but 
Uh, he knew what he was doing, and it's it's just enormous, man. It's it, I think at the end he had that, uh, you know, he obviously released it, but he was kind of um, measuring it and showing it off for the camera, mm-hmm. and this thing just like whipped around to sort of wriggle and just like <laughs> just it's so strong it just knocks this guy over and then oh yeah swims away and he's like well like, you know I guess I'd I was gonna let it go but apparently that just happened now <laughs> right good for him for letting it go or at least planning to you know. Well, you do let them go because apparently they're not good for eating. Uh, they, for a couple of reasons, they don't taste great, uh, and they are covered with these. Uh, it's almost like a, a armored scale. Uh, they're called ganoid scales, and it's like that um, sort of um, like an armor you would see on a dinosaur, basically. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're very dinosaur-like, and yeah, and the the even if you can dress them, or I should say, uh, clean them. Uh, to eat, like the meat that you get off of it's not going to be very good. And if you find any roe or fish eggs in a gar, you want to leave those alone because they're toxic no matter what gar species you're dealing with. So, yeah, not really a delicacy in any way, shape, or form. Should we take a break? I say we take a break, and then we'll come back and talk more about alligator gar. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, um, Chuck, I found out some pretty interesting stuff about them. Um, Let's hear it. An alligator gar is an opportunistic eater, and Mm. it'll eat basically anything. I saw that they'll eat deer and raccoons if they get a chance. They'll eat waterfowl, turtles, 
uh, crabs, other fish. Um, but one of the ways that they catch some of these things, especially some of the harder to, harder to catch ones, um, they play dead. They ambush their prey by playing dead. They'll float and make another fish or a raccoon or something that's going to swim past think that it's dead. Then all of a sudden, whoo-bah, it grabs it out of the water and that thing's dead. And uh, they do eat all those things and they have those huge alligator-like uh, mouths and teeth. So they're super scary. But apparently they're, they're not going to come after you. Um, I was just being a little, uh, a little baby boy the other day <laughs> when I got scared and wouldn't jump in. If I would have jumped in, this thing would have scattered and gone far away. It yeah. wouldn't have said, you know, human arm must eat. Right. Uh, they're, they're just not going to come after you. So you don't need to fear. I think there's never been on record a case of, a, of go, an alligator gar attacking somebody, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I've seen as well. But, I mean, I guess if you had seen a gar that was floating, you would have ah. wanted to steer clear of that one because maybe it was sure. going to ambush your arm, you know? <laughs> uh, you said that you saw him in your lake. I'm taking it that your no-name lake is freshwater, right? No, it's a saltwater lake in the middle of Georgia. <laughs> you never know. Uh, there's some saltiness in Georgia for sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's freshwater, uh, and they're they're only in North America, which is pretty surprising. Yeah, but they used to be. Remember, we said that their fossils have been dated back to 100 million years. They used to be found all over the place, but yeah, now they're only in North America. They're a freshwater species, uh, and they tend to like um, parts of like bodies of water with poor oxygen. So like, um, say like maybe a cove where you'd launch a boat um, or a, ba- a backwater of a river that's kind of outside of the turbulence or even swamps or bayous. And one reason they can survive in these kind of lower oxygen environments is they have an air bladder that not only helps them float, it also distributes oxygen to their blood uh, slowly but surely. So they don't have to take in that much oxygen because they can hold a bunch at once. Yeah, and I think it's. I think they're in Central America too. I just wanted to put that on the record. So let's say the Americas. What, but not South America. Man, these, these alligator <laughs> gar are really tough to pin down. I think North and Central America because I did see something about Costa Rica. Uh, which is Okay, a, so the Americas. Okay. <laughs> Um, so people, just because you don't eat them, people still do fish for them. Like this guy, I think there are sort of, um, there are a lot of regulations in place because they, uh, are really slow to, to reach the age where they can make little gar. Mm-hmm. Um, they spawn in very specialized areas. So they're very ripe for overfishing and for, <laughs> you know, like shrinking of species, but, um, for that reason, they're highly, highly regulated. And you're basically, at least in Florida, and I think a lot of other places, you're only going to be given a permit to fish for these things if it's scientific research right. or you're working in like managing the species or something like that. I tittered earlier, by the way, I want to say at an inappropriate time, but it was because you said uh, it, they're ripe for overfishing. And I just thought of a ripe gar. And that sounds so <laughs> gross. <laughs> They're scary looking. Uh, early on, though, that like, you know, early, earlier humans uh, mm-hmm. would fish for them and do all sorts of things that armor like those armor like scales, those ganoid scales. Uh, they made jewelry out of them and tools and things like that because they're really tough. And I think they would use their their skin for products and the, the skin oil for different things. Yeah. Who knows what? <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else? I don't have anything else. I think we've talked alligator gar to death. 
Uh, well, I guess the last thing we should mention is is that they, um, even though they do are opportunistic eaters, I think there used to be an idea mm-hmm. that they would devastate other fish populations, and uh, that's apparently not the case, right? Yeah, that's right. So they were overfished because they were considered a nuisance fish. So they were trying to protect fish that they wanted by fishing the gar alligator gar out, but turns out they were wrong. I do have one more thing. Okay. The name gar for these fish is uh, comes from the Anglo-Saxon word for spear. Hmm, that is good. And I've got one more thing. Okay. I cannot help but think of a garfish without thinking of the great, great documentary, Vernon, Florida, my favorite documentary of all time by the great mm-hmm. Errol Morris. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the characters, the guy that talks like this, <laughs> he talks about swimming in the river and then, oh, you come up on one of those garfish, you better look out, brother. really and i saw that movie in college right i didn't know what a garfish was and it was many Uh years later Uh that i saw a gar and i was like oh i get it now i gotta see that movie once and for all it's just there's nothing like it yeah uh you got anything else i think yeah you got anything else i got nothing else (laughs) all right well that means everybody short stuff is out stuff you should know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.